I would say something I recently learned is about the importance of not only like trying to deliver what, what you have a vision for, but also just keeping in mind, like you have to put it in a format that, that's consumable for whoever you're delivering it to. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Derrick Phillips of Mentor Select. Derrick, it's awesome to have you on the show. Hey, pleasure to be here, Gresham. Appreciate you having me. Definitely super excited to have you on and you're doing so many phenomenal things. And before we jumped into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Derrick so you can hear about some of those awesome things. And Derrick is a best-selling author, combat veteran, husband, and proud father on a mission to help youth achieve their dreams and lead fulfilling lives. He's dedicated to helping youth break the cycle of generational poverty and empowering people of all backgrounds to improve their lives and escape the poverty mindset. When not riding, Derrick enjoys traveling, competing in Ironman races, volunteering, and spending time with his loving family and dog in Dallas, Texas. Derrick, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Let's do it. All right, let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to just rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started and take us through your CEO story. Oh, great. So pretty much for me, I had always been involved in mentoring youth. That's something I've always been passionate about. But I really started looking at it in terms of making a living from doing it was in 2018. I unexpectedly got laid off from my, my job. I was working uh, in IT security just got comfortable. Wow, yeah, I, I just, I'm never going to get laid off. That, that didn't even cross my mind. And once I got laid off, I'm like, okay, what, what do I do now? <laughs> I really want to be in this position again where I'm just 100% dependent on uh, a job to provide for me. And at that time, I was I was married already, and my wife and I, we were going through IBF, so getting ready to start a family. So things are real. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I, I don't want to put my family through this. And right. Just having that single point of failure. So since then, I started looking at becoming an entrepreneur and seeing how I can serve people and, and have control over that and how I'm serving people and what what value I'm bringing through as being an entrepreneur. Yeah, well, I definitely appreciate you for sharing that. I have been laid off as well. And I actually got a job like not too long after I got laid off. And I was going to get laid off again. So that is definitely not um, a great experience or something you want to kind of go through. But I think it starts to switch, you know, your mindset and how you look at things and, and different steps sometimes you want to take in your life. And you use a phrase, I, I wanted to, to hear a little bit more about it. You said single point of failure. Uh, could you take us through a little bit more on what that means? Yeah, so single point of failure, I probably first really um, learned about that concept when I was serving in the Army military. We always had plan A, B, C, D, E, F, G, because they say what can go wrong will go wrong. Right. <laughs> right. So as I mentioned, I was getting comfortable and I had that single point of failure, which meant that I was dependent on my job to pay my mortgage, all of my bills, provide for my family to, to live. And once that job was taken away from me, I had no safety on that. My name ended up on the list and, hey, we don't need your services anymore. Now, now what? So at the time, I didn't have a plan B or C. Unfortunately, I was blessed. I, had, I know I had skill, a skill set that I could monetize, but it, it certainly helps not to just be full, putting all your eggs in one basket, essentially. You're really prepared for the unexpected. 
And when it comes to income and financial security, make sure that you have multiple streams of income. Yeah, that's absolutely huge. I appreciate you for your service um, and all the work that you did there, but I appreciate you for drilling down more on that because I imagine uh, that phrase, which I, I was hoping that's what it was about. Um, I haven't served in the military, but it, it made sense in, in, you know, in relation to what you were talking about and, and how so many times we don't realize that we are creating and have that single point of error where if something does go wrong, that we don't have a plan A, plan B or anything along the lines. And it sounds like that's what you do to kind of help I guess, um, educate and empower people on maybe creating more ways to kind of generate revenue and opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. When I'm mentoring youth, I'm certainly helping them first identify what their their special gifts are. I feel everyone has gifts and talents, helping them to really develop those and and then also think outside the box and not be limited to, hey, I'm just going to play basketball or, hey, I'm just going to be a uh, engineer or doctor or just whatever they were told they're supposed to be or they desire at that time, realizing, hey, it's going to evolve. Think your desires are going to change, but you want to always be trying to plan two, three steps ahead and keeping your options open and making yourself as marketable as you can be and make, learning all you can so that you are prepared for any shift in the economy or a global pandemic happens, whatever the case may be. And you just have that mindset where, hey, I'm prepared for whatever happens. I, I can handle it. I have the resilience, the mental toughness. I'm ready. <laughs> Yeah, and that's definitely necessary. As you said, you know, we're going through one of those um, life altering and world altering times, you know, right now and just trying to figure out like what to do, what not to do. And, and it sounds like um, it sounds like a lot of the work that you do and definitely correct me if I'm wrong is also like empowering people to recognize those things, but also sounds like develop those things so that they are able to kind of lean on their skills and pivot and, and change whenever that time might be needed. Certainly. And it started off for me with Mentor Select and really focusing with youth. And I just recently, today I actually just launched my YouTube channel, Healthier and Wealthier. And that's for people of all ages, where they not only focus on living a a healthier lifestyle with their fitness, nutrition, just being healthier overall, but also ways they can be wealthier, saving money, investing money, making money, and going back to those streams of income we were just talking about, they're, they're prepared and they can pivot just whenever they need to. So yeah, my, my channel focuses on providing them with those tips to live healthier and wealthier. Awesome. 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 And we'll definitely have that information in the show notes that everybody can, can, can follow up and subscribe and, and check out all that value um, that you're providing. And so I know you have like a podcast and loads of kind of other things you're doing as far as speaking. Could you take us through a little bit more of the, the ways that you help kind of support clients through your books and all the, all, all the awesome uh, content that you're creating? Sure. So first start off with the first thing I did, um, once I got laid off and had a little extra time <laughs> and then go right back to the workforce, I'm like, okay, I want to write a book. And I really, uh, I started time blocking every morning, time blocking an hour to working on my book. And that was uh, Poverty Powerball was my first book. I to turn adversity into your winning ticket. And essentially it was the story of my, my childhood growing up in extreme poverty in Gary, Indiana, one of the most dangerous cities, especially in the nineties in, in the world. But I, I wanted to identify how I was able to overcome that adversity and how I felt it made me stronger as a, as a man, as a person, and prepared me to excel in, in my later years as an adult. I wanted to help kids, especially going from that environment, to see if it's, it's well, my grandma used to always say, a blessing in disguise. Like, no matter what you're going through, that, that adversity, those hardships, it, it's building that toughness. It's, 
it, it definitely will be a lot stronger as a result if you get through it. So that led me to the, the first book. Then my wife and I ended up publishing two children's books. Um, actually, it was a series, Father Figures, just because I, I just know how important it is for uh, kids growing up without fathers to at least have father figures in their life to provide that positive uh, male role model for them to see just what it is. So we did that. And then, say, the podcast, I have uh, I, uh, to start interviewing people who like entrepreneurs, people that are just successful and having them come on and share tips on how other people can model that, that success. I mean, that's definitely what I attribute to my success is just having those mentors and modeling what other successful people do. You don't have to recreate the wheel. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's one thing that, that the podcast focuses a lot on. And um, yeah, so it's just it's trying, to, trying to get the message out there, whether it's through the books, the podcast, and our YouTube. And also I have a, a course as well. So yeah, I'm just trying to help people out how, however I can. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so I, I was going to ask you for what I call your secret sauce, and this could be for yourself or your business or a combination of both. But do you feel it's that ability to, to turn um, and see poverty into a potential opportunity? Did that ability for you to kind of, um, I guess, flip that switch, so to speak, do you feel like that's something that makes you unique and, and successful? Yeah, absolutely. I would say that's my, my biggest competitive advantage. And I think for me, when I was 11 years old, my mom and I were homeless for a time period, about three months. Mm-hmm. And at that point, it was essentially rock bottom, didn't have a roof over our head. And even throughout that, my mom used to always ask me like, hey, what, what kind of house are you going to have when you grow up? What kind of car are you going to have? And just starting to think about that took me out of that, 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 that mindset of being depressed and feeling helpless. Like, hey, I'm looking towards the future now. Mm-hmm. And then going through something like that prepared me like, all right, I, I've been homeless before. That's right. hit the worst of the worst. So it's going to be easy. So certainly I would say that's my competitive advantage throughout life where it's nothing where I feel like, okay, I can't overcome this or this is going to break me. No, I can always look at it and say, okay, this is, this is an opportunity. This is building me stronger. This is something that, that, Hey, this is a blessing in disguise. So I know a lot of people don't have that they can't look at things that way, but it really is a mindset where you're reframing anything that you would view as negative, you reframe it to something positive. And when you see it as, hey, this is an opportunity. This is forcing me to step outside my comfort zone, forcing me to do something I normally wouldn't do. Now it's like, okay, it's, it has a positive spin on it. But like with COVID-19, um, being on being at home and on, on lockdown, okay, now this opportunity for me to spend more time with my family. This opportunity for me to rethink my business structure this is this all the different things you look at it in a positive way and that just changes everything and it energizes you versus oh poor me why this happened to me that, that doesn't it, that zaps your energy and spirit yeah absolutely and so i wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and ask you for what i call a ceo hack which can be like an app a book or a habit that you have but was it just what you mentioned is it that ability to embrace the process and to to kind of i guess center oneself into like these are the things that I need to do. Do you feel like that is something that, you know, makes you more effective and efficient? Yeah, it is. And for me, I, I, I love learning and I love researching, especially researching other successful people. So that's something I, I do a lot. And as I mentioned earlier, I don't, I don't ever want to recreate the wheel. I just want to mm-hmm. follow that formula. But then, of course, I add my own, my own uh, uniqueness to it. But yeah, I just I do a lot of research and I, I'm always looking at, okay, if I'm struggling with some, okay, how does someone else get past this? And what, what, if there are, is there are shortcuts? So, and when I say shortcut, not just trying to avoid doing something, but how can I do something better? How can I optimize? 
I'm always looking for that ways to improve. So um, I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So that could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client or somebody you're talking to, or it might be something if you were to hop into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Mm, I love that question. And for me, so I've been as far as pursuing on this entrepreneurship journey for about two years now. And if I can rewind back two years and tell my that, that, new, that new entrepreneur or something, I would say something I recently learned is about the importance of not only like trying to deliver what, what you have a vision for, but also just keeping in mind, like you have to put in a format that, that's consumable for whoever you're delivering it to. Mm-hmm. So I think as entrepreneurs, we, we spend a lot of, we have this grand vision and these ideas like, okay, I'm going to make, I'm going to deliver this, this product or service and people are going to love it. But you're not really thinking about, okay, looking at it from their perspective, your customer's perspective, the end user's perspective, and saying, okay, how do I make sure that I put it in the format that they're going to love? So for me, with my educational podcast and things like that, I was just looking at it from the education side. Like, hey, this is knowledge. This is priceless to my listeners. But also, I, I just realized, like, now, okay, I need to also make it entertaining as well. So they say edutainment. So that's something that it took me a while to get to that point. And things are starting to click more now that I, I, I put those two and two together. Nice. And so I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Derek, what does being a CEO mean to you? So to me, being a CEO is, is being a leader, someone who has a high level of integrity, compassion, and just a desire to serve others. It's not necessarily somebody that's just a boss that barks out orders and just gets to sit back and relax and make money. No, um, I have a tattoo um, on me, Bible verse, to whom much is given, much is expected. Mm-hmm. So as a CEO, certainly you, you're given a lot because you're able to lead people, but it's a lot expected of you. And I'm a big believer in leading from the front. So you certainly have to just have that high level of integrity, make sure you're doing it for the right reason and just have that service, servant leader mindset. Yeah, that's absolutely huge. And and I love, you know, that 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 um that verse and, and just to it reminds me of like the parable of the quotes because parable of the talents, because so many times, you know, you're giving certain gifts in order for you to kind of help support people for you to be of service, you know, to right. um the world and to the people, you know, within the world. Um and I think when we start to understand that and step into that and, and have our actions in alignment with that, that's again when you start to um of course, you know, make a huge impact and and start to really see the fruits of our labor, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Darius, truly appreciate that definition. I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you, find out about the books, podcasts, YouTube, and all the awesome things you're working on. Again, I appreciate you having me on I Am CEO. I love what you're doing. And yeah, this is is so important. So big ups to you. Keep doing what you're doing. As far as my products, uh, my books, they're on Amazon. Uh, Again, it's Poverty Powerball. I have a Father Figures Children's book series. And then also The Shortest Distance. And that one's all about goal setting. And uh, make sure to subscribe. Check out my my channel, Healthier and Wealthy, on YouTube. That's something I'm really excited about and making sure that I'm I'm adding that that entertainment side to the education. uh, Again, appreciate it. 
Awesome. Awesome. Definitely appreciate you too. We will have the links and information in the show notes. And I appreciate you for creating that edutainment for all of us <laughs> to, to not just, you know, get the knowledge, but also get the enjoyment in terms of uh, listening and taking in that content. So thank you for, you know, being the change and reminding us of the change that we want to see in the world and all the inspirational stuff that you're doing. So I truly appreciate you, Darius. I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Get your driven CEO gear at ceogear.co. This has been the IMCEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.